You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Yeah, now I'm excited. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> I am. Classic. I hate it when you say banana. Please never say that. My again. name, my name is Banana Jonathan Gibson, and I am Banana Jim Davis. Motherfucker. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Are you sure you're not Banana Christopher Winter? It's hard to know. It's hard to know, John. Uh, is this the episode where we're just like anthropomorphic banana versions of ourselves? I would love, I would love to be an anthropomorphic banana. All right, Who banana Christopher that? Winner. Anyway, uh, it's Thursday. It's mm-hmm. the first of December. Sure. It's still 1983. After 11 months, we're still in 1983. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened. It doesn't make sense when you think about it, because the year should just be like randomly. You know, you would expect it could be any year, and yet it's just 1983 again and again. Yeah. What are the odds of that? Years should be different lengths. I think that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we're reading the 1992th ever Garfield strip. That's how I'm saying mm-hmm. that this time. So that right is you are, all. Jonathan. In today's uh, 1992th Garfield, John <laughs> faces the consequences of fiddling with medical equipment. I assume he's like playing a fiddle next yeah. to some medical equipment. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what's going on know, here. That that monitor that's like beep beep beep, you know. Beep 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 beep. Yeah, and he's like using it as a metronome. You shouldn't do oh, that. He plays like uh mm-hmm. what's that song that you play on a fiddle? Uh uh uh, that that one about Turkey in the Straw. I, w- I was Perhaps. thinking of Turkey in the Straw. It's a great song. We haven't talked about Turkey in the Straw on this podcast in years. <laughs> it's been a while. I was thinking it's been a hot of minute. Um, what's the one uh, where the devil goes down to Georgia? Is that just called? I was the devil thinking goes that one to too, Georgia? but I I couldn't remember what it was called. I feel like it might just be called. I the- feel like yeah, I feel like it's definitely just called that. I so here's a fun here's a fun fact. Uh huh. Uh huh. For quite a while. Mm-hmm. I was working, you know, just in my off hours on, you know, sometimes in the past I've done like a, uh, I've made the tagline into a, a fake musical cue about Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. For a while, quite a while I was working Wait, on. Wait, those were fake? Well, they weren't, I mean, they the, weren't They the weren't actually songs. musical? They were, <laughs> it's, it's for history to judge. Anyway, okay. I was working for quite a while on The Devil Went Down to Muncie, but I could, I could never quite make it work. You had trouble with the scansion, right? I did have trouble with the scansion. You know? If if it's not Salty Dog Rag, I just can't write it, Jonathan. Bad scansion will ruin a comedic song. It's true. It's true. Or any song. Yeah. Listeners, step up your fucking scansion. Listeners, show us your scansion. Show us your scansion. All right. Wait, so, Jonathan, Liz- Jonathan. Okay. If listeners have a spreadsheet of different scansions, I'd really like them to show us that. I would Remember like Remember when that. we asked listeners to show us their spreadsheets? I did. Some of them did. I do. It was pretty great. Uh, sorry, go on. All right, so Liz is still examining Garfield. She's now... She's touching his butt. She's touching his butt. <laughs> like She's like clasping it from both ends. Garfield doesn't seem like he cares about this. Like She's Amazing. touching his butt very... She's really manhandling his butt. Lady handling his butt. Yeah. And he's just like, eh, whatever. 
Yeah, well, I, you know, I guess he's been through it at this point. I guess you know? so. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he he looks uh, resigned to me. Yeah, well, she hasn't to the to the circumstances. He's not as concerned because she hasn't got the business end of a thermometer going at him. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen a thermometer. No, yet. to neither end, the business end or the pleasure end. And then uh, John them. is there too. I, like for some reason he's. Well, I was going to say he's allowed to be in there, but I guess. <laughs> I guess that's generally how it works at the vet. No, the vet sends you out of the room so she can so she can ask your pet about like drug use and sex and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So the pet can just sometimes like a, a cat needs private medical advice and your birth control or safe sex or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so John is like holding on to her stethoscope mm-hmm. for some reason. He's just got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he he looks like he thinks he's 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 cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Maybe he is. We don't know. Uh, maybe he is. Yeah, we're agnostic Who's on this say? subject. He says, "I'd like to make another appointment, Liz." To which the veterinarian replies, "Sure. When?" She doesn't say like, "Talk to my receptionist, asshole," or whatever. You know. Yeah. Just go do it at the website. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Uh, and then in panel on. two, uh, he, he's he's fully donned the stethoscope at this point. He's putting his his in his ears. That's not yeah sanitary. No, it's gross. It's been in someone else's ears. And he says, "How about Friday night for dinner?" And she a reversal looks... there. If you thought that he was trying to set up a catapult, yeah, she looks like she's wincing, like she's she getting does. an electric shock. Yeah. Or or like she's hearing something that's too loud. Mm. For for instance. Yeah. 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 She looks very unhappy. Yeah. It look it looks very like acute. It's like something like she like hearing this question like brings her pain. <laughs> I mean it's only fair. Like the Garfields bring us pain. Why shouldn't it cause mm. the characters pain? It's fair. Um, in panel, yeah, yeah, that's true. In panel three, Liz has grasped the business end of this stethoscope, mm. and she's nice use of the phrase. You. She's shouting into it, "No!" in big letters mm-hmm. with an exclamation mark. And bear in mind that the the other, the non-business end of the stethoscope. It's in John Arbuckle's ears, and so it's magnifying that, and he's hearing it very loud, and so he's doing a shock reaction. And his hair is standing up and stuff, and he's jiggling and air DJing a little bit, and he's shocked. Mm-hmm. Garfield is looking at us, the audience, and thinking, subtle, but firm. I don't hate that yeah. closing line, if I'm being honest. I like that a lot better yeah. than I hate to see a doctor cry. Which did That's, not make but, sense to me. But this definitely fits the, like, the rubric of the, like, the post-punchline quip. Mm, you you gotta you know? have a rubric. The joke is, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you try to write a Garfield without a rubric, yeah. you're just lost. Listeners, show us your rubrics. Send the joke us is, your rubrics. Is, uh, Sorry, go on. It's like, oh, Liz, uh, Liz said no really loud. Yeah. You know, that's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> Listeners. It's really loud to John, even though it's not. It, I guess it it's loud, loud to us, us too. and it was louder yeah. to John. Yeah. Listeners, every time Liz the veterinarian shouts the word no, 
we reach into uh-huh. the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Got an email here from friend of the program, Ryan Pfeiffer. He writes to RoboCop Summary Challenge 9920 at beingjimdavis.com. That's right, Jonathan. He's still doing this. It's RoboCop Corner yeah. Week 3. Ryan writes, Hey, guys. Glad to hear you're enjoying the segment. At least I think that's what I gleaned from skimming you <laughs> reading the last email I sent. How do you skim? Okay, whatever. Whatever episode you read the first email in still hasn't been posted as of me writing this. <laughs> this is true. Some of the episodes from last week were posted very late. That's Jonathan. I think we can be very I, straightforward. That is on. I Millicent. do not apologize that for that. I'm sorry. I Millicent's damn it. responsibility. Well, they're up there now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't able to. I decided to stop posting the podcast for like three days. Sometimes we don't do it because we don't care that much. Well, also, I was moving last weekend. Yeah, so. yeah, listener. Did you know, any you're of welcome you help for John move? Uh, me finishing moving. Yeah. Even though you didn't help. Yeah. Jonathan, like, <clears throat> did, you asshole. Did, did Jesse Cooper come help you move? Actually, Jesse Cooper did come help me fun. move. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would yeah, be fun. you know, Jesse, Kendall, uh, the whole gang. They were all there helping <laughs> Jonathan move. Each 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 person carried one box, and that we got That's we got it, it done take. in like That's twenty minutes. Like if if every being Jim Dis- Davis mm-hmm. listener would carry just one box, that might actually work out. I can't imagine you had that many boxes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's all you it's all We've you probably, need, probably you know? got a dozen listeners. How many yeah. boxes could a guy have? Okay. Uh, so here's minute three of the movie RoboCop. To close out his line of thought, which I don't remember what that was, Dick Jones <laughs> quotes the old adage, nice. if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Casey Wong continues describing the story, explaining that one of the officers had been wounded. Frank Fredrickson identified the unofficial crime boss of Detroit, Detroit, Clarence Boddicker, as the one responsible for the deaths of now 31 police officers. That didn't totally... Okay, these, some of these are made up, right? Yeah, these I mean... seem like fake names. I mean, it's all made up. It's, RoboCop didn't happen. Uh, What? A picture of Clarence floats across the screen as he explains this. Casey says that while Clarence is at large, that's Clarence Boddicker, the crime boss, unofficial crime boss of Detroit. Well, Clarence is at large. Frank, that's Frank Fredrickson. I guess he's the police officer who was. I'm going to say I'm going to say Fred Frankrickson. Mm-hmm. Frank is at mm-hmm. Henry Ford Memorial Hospital where they're trying to save his life. He then wishes Frank luck. And the program cuts to a closing graphic like the one from the opening. A wall of video displays with zooming in close-ups of the faces of the two lead anchors of Media Break alternating. The program then cuts away as if a television is turning off and we cut to a shot outside the Metro West Police Precinct of Detroit. Which is introduced to us through white text appearing at the bottom of the shot. We cut to the inside of the station where two attorneys follow a detective through the hustle and bustle trying to talk down their client's prosecution from murder to aggravated assault with the promise of an instant cash bail. The cop grabs one of the lawyers and pulls him in close, shouting at him that he and his client are scumbags and that scumbags, quote, see the judge on Monday morning, before throwing both of them towards the door and telling them to get out of his station. As those two exit, a new character enters. New character enter! Holding a folder, a duffel bag, 
boots and motorcycle, and removing his ja- I made that up, and removing his jacket as he surveys his new surroundings. Hello. Then Ryan says, Hi. "Who could this new I'm character be?" Tune in to next week's email to find out what happens in another exciting installment of RoboCop Corner. God, these minutes are so fucking long, I tell you. Now, that, that Ryan, we appreciate you doing this. Obviously, we hope you keep doing it. Um, that one was so bad that it literally, John just got up and left. Like, it, he hated that RoboCop Corner so much, he just left. He's not here. So I'll just say whatever uh you've been listening to being jim davis please do not stare at our podcasts but uh, please rate and review www.beingjimdavis.com you can sign up to host the show submit taglines all that uh thank you we love you catchphrase sign off good night podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows